Hello, and welcome to Plant Powered Buddhist Podcast, where we are learning to turn our eating habits into a spiritual practice. I'm Sensei. I want to welcome you from wherever you're listening in the world. I also want to say a heartfelt thank you to all of my followers, my supporters, my clients, and my students. Without your support, I simply couldn't do what I do. I'm excited about today's episode, so with no further ado, let us begin. Hello and welcome back. Today I want to make an announcement, and that is that on March 1st, my new book will be released. It's called Eat Like a Buddha. And today I just want to kind of briefly celebrate that moment, first of all, and share that with you. If you've ever thought about writing a book and actually have gone as far to actually write one, trust me, you know how arduous and dominating it can be, especially given the nature of what one is wanting to communicate and what they're writing about. So many factors go into writing a book, not the least of which is actually having the discipline to take the time to have the life space, to create the life space. Because honestly, I feel like unless your life is either one where you're able to manage, that you've chosen to manage your time in the way that you want to actually live life, or your career is a as an author, that the prospects of writing a book or completing one is actually quite small. And so in today's episode, as I said, I wanted to just share this news with you. I'm excited about it. There's so many things that I want to say. Um, The book is, in my opinion, probably the best kind of capture of what it is that I've been trying to do in part of my podcast, but going much further into my own mindset, mine personally. And so I often get a lot of questions from people, um, students, clients, etc., that ask me, well, what, what is my opinion or my thoughts on X subject matter? Well, in this book, you're going to get much more insight. In fact, I would say the deepest part of me is put into this book. And why? Well, a lot of it has to do with the format and what has also gone on prior to writing the book in terms of preparation for the book. And so typically, when I begin to write a book, and this is my third book, when I begin to write a book, I actually begin by writing it in my head, if that makes sense to you. I don't take any notes. I don't set aside time to do it. It's just some theme, something uh, arises in my consciousness that seems to be tied to what is happening in the world and within my own consciousness and experience of that world. So unlike some people who try to perhaps write a topic that is relevant for the moment, I just kind of start from what in the interior is arising 
and then connect that to what I see in terms of that particular thought that is arising in me. And so that usually goes on for several months, and this was no different. I was just kind of like, yeah, okay, this, that, what am I trying to actually share? And once I was crystal clear about the nature of what I wanted to share, then I realized that I had to make some other serious life commitments. And so what is typical of me is that I get fully involved in my content with my books, meaning I actually make some life choices and changes that others would probably find frightening or outright impossible to do. And I do it as a way to be fully integrated into whatever it is that I'm writing about, kind of to the similar way that I take to my podcast is that each individual episode is the only episode that matters. (laughs) Okay, so part of the background for writing this book was maintaining and creating a certain level of freedom of movement, not only physically, but just mentally and spiritually to be in the place to write this book, Eat Like a Buddha. Now, the, the title, Eat Like a Buddha, was something that came not until I actually started putting pen to paper, so to speak. In other words, I had already figured out in my mind the content and my approach to writing the book, but the title didn't come until literally I was at the phase of writing. And this title, I believe, captures many of the things that are explored in this book with one essential kind of focus. And that is this, what would a enlightened being think, do, choose, etc. in terms of their eating practices? What would your best self, you, the reader, and here, the listener, what would your best self do to make the decision. So I want you to understand that this is more about the actual process of coming to that answer, not here's the answer. So in all transparency, you all know that I am 100% plant-based. This book is not about um, pitting one diet versus another or one way of eating versus another. No, it goes much deeper than that. Much deeper than that. In fact, there is no discussion of that in this book. Now, you might think, well, it's called Eat Like a Buddha. Like, how could that be the case? And herein lies the beauty of this. And I'm hoping that it comes across because my method for writing this book was one of taking my own contemplative practice That is, the contemplative practices that I engaged in on food prior to writing this book and for the time that I was actually writing the book. So I 
essentially uprooted my life and moved to another country to write this book. Yes, actually, I found that that was going to be necessary given the nature of how I was going to involve myself in this book. As I said, there was much, much more to it than just writing the book. And so I know that given some of the things that I was going to engage in, specifically certain spiritual exercises and I'll say self-experimentation, I had to be in an environment where, quite frankly, I was alone, that I was solo. Because the intensity and the depth of which I intended to go with this book I didn't want the interference of having to, quote unquote, manage other people's minds. Like, what are you doing to yourself or why is this happening? And I'm going to go into deeper conversations in the book uh, and also in a second announcement, I'll kind of talk about a little bit more about what some of those practices were. But for the purposes of this announcement, I just want you to understand that the immersion into this book was 110 percent and with the goal of giving you the reader kind of a journey through one being's actual moment-to-moment concentration and thoughts on a very important matter and so this may sound extreme But it is something that was, in my opinion, necessary in order for me to deliver a type of purity, a type of clarity and nuance and subtlety that I wanted to generate. And I believe I've done it in this book. And so, again, the title is Eat Like a Buddha, and it will be available March 1st. I can't wait to... um, release this. It is the most intimate of my inner being. And anytime someone does that, you open yourself up for all kinds of responses. I am indifferent about whatever response comes back. My goal was to share something unadulterated, something that anyone reading the book will get the sense of, wow, something else is happening in this being and I'm able to, as best I can, journey along with this being to certain realizations. So that said, I am going to make one other announcement here in a couple of weeks on my podcast. Um, On that announcement, I'll talk a little bit more specifically about actually what I did, but I wanted you to get the, the, the big picture of the goal, and that was how would an enlightened being decide what to eat? Not what would they eat. How would they decide what to eat? And so I dedicated a year of my life exclusively focused on this. And surprisingly, the size of the book is not overwhelming. And it is my 
practice with my books to try to keep them not more than 100 pages or so. So I'm very much in the tradition of some writers who have I've been overwhelmed by in life reading their books, people like Soren Kierkegaard, individuals who have written books that were, you know, I would call Scooby snack size book. <laughs> I'm dating myself a little bit, but meaning that they were small, but they were hot peppers. I don't know if you've ever had a hot pepper. You know, there's some of them that will burn the your lips off your face and they're not much bigger than, than a penny. Well, that's the potency at which I feel like this book that I put into, that I put that level of everything into it. And it's very dense in terms of what is there. So it's meant to be sipped like a very beautiful, hot, tasty tea. And so with that said, I will have more to say about it. But yes, mark your calendars, please, for March 1st. It's about 30 days from now. Eat Like a Buddha will be part of human consciousness. Until next time, peace and blessings.